I think there's nothing more beautiful than the unaccompanied human voice. Let's sing it, Lord, I believe. Come on, all together, Lord. privilege that we have of coming together again tonight to worship thy beloved Son, Christ Jesus. He is so much to us. He's our life. All that we are, we owe to him. And we are thinking if one day we were alienated from God, away from God, without hope, without Christ in the world, Gentiles cut off, and Christ died in our stead, bringing us, reckoned styling us into God, that now we are sons and daughters of God, and it does not yet appear just what we shall be in the final end, but we know we'll have a body like his own glorious body, for we shall see him as he is. How our hearts tremble at this, for we know it's true, for God has promised. And now, Father, to everyone that has this hope tonight, may they rejoice greatly. To those who have not the hope, may their hearts be full of sorrow. And may they come to thee and find this marvelous hope tonight. Grant it, Lord, and get glory out of the service and help thy, thy unprofitable servant. For I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you each. I'm sure you've had a wonderful time this evening. Of Hearing the different ones testify, hearing our brother from India testify of the glory of God. Now, certainly I'm grateful to God that what he's doing in this last days, how that he's drawing man from everywhere, 
to serving. And may this great drawing power, it's the greatest drawing power the world has ever known. Jesus said, If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And if we'll just, in the simple gospel, draw, lift Jesus Christ up before the people, he'll do the drawing. It's the greatest magnet the world has ever known. Here some time ago, I was in Gary, Indiana, just down the way a little, and they were showing me a mill there where they was uh, cutting this, making steel, and they had a great big bunch of shavings that swept out into the middle of the aisle. The man was showing me, showed me how that worked and how they would pick up them shavings. And I wondered why they were sweeping them out in the, in the aisles. And so I didn't know what they were doing. He said, now, just a moment and you will learn. So after every man had swept out into the aisle all the shavings, he pressed the button. I heard something coming, making a roaring noise. And I wondered what it was. And coming down a track from way in the distance came a big magnet, and it went right down over that floor, and all those shavings just jumped right to the magnet, went right on out into the cupola room to be molded over and made anew. I said, praise the Lord. He said, what'd you say? And I said, praise the Lord. <laughs> he said, what were you saying that for? I said, I want to ask you a question before I answer yet. He said, all right, sir. I said, why is it all those shavings didn't go? He said, sir, some of them is aluminum. They're not magnetized to the magnet. And I said, praise the Lord. <laughs> I said, why didn't that iron go laying along there? I said, if you'll notice, sir, it's bolted down. I said, praise the Lord. <laughs> he said, what you thinking about? I said, I'm thinking of a great magnet sitting under in the heavens at the right hand of God Almighty. Someday, God's going to let him come, <laughs> and all those who are magnetized to his spirit will go up in the air to meet him, to be these old bodies, to be made over again, honoring God's fashion. What a marvelous time that'll be when we're made into his image and his likeness. Jesus shall come someday. We'll all be happy for that day, won't we? The gospel has been preached tonight. I want to read some scripture. First, I want to to thank the lady that, that sent the offering by my son to me, a $10 offering in a little envelope. Thank you very much, sister. And she said she wouldn't be here for the love offering, and so she wanted to give that to me. It's not our purpose to ask for money in the meetings like that. We don't do it. Another lady sent another offering in the envelope by Brother Baxter. I believe it's part, half his and half to be mine to go into our love offerings. I know Mr. Baxter greatly appreciates that. So do I. And I, I always pray over the money that's given to me, because it's given to me by people who work and live and just like I do. And I, I certainly appreciate it, and I prayed over that too, and for God would bless you and, and help you. And now I want to make announcements for tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we're going, if it be the will of the Lord, uh, there's so many people I'm getting letters at, uh, in America. Uh, Bishop, I have uh, I've been through America so much. They have seen the phenomenal side of the of the great inspiration and prophetic utterance. Until many people, they they believe it. It was only a sign to have the people to believe. If you'll read the book right, you'll see that it was the. He said 
I questioned my ability, and he said if they would be giving me signs that I was sent to pray for sick people. Well, now, I wasn't supposed to do the signs to every sick person. When Moses was given signs and sent to Egypt, every time he met a Hebrew, he didn't say, Look here, I heal my hand with leprosy. See this stick? I'll, I'll make it turn to a serpent. He just did it once. That settled it. Then, but today, I get so many letters that they come to the meetings and cannot get into the place to be prayed for. Said a few gets on the line. And usually sometimes if we watch each one and stand and talk till our Heavenly Father shows something concerning them, then it is that, that I do not get to very many. It depends on what kind of faith is at the platform. And then we have to line them up with prayer cards because there's many people here that's to be prayed for, hundreds of them. And we can't say who's first, who's last. We just give out the prayer cards and call them up to the platform. Let them line up. Now, it is true that many people believe that, the, that if they don't get prayed for, that they're, they're individually prayed for, that they're not uh, subject to healing. No, friend, prayer is what God told us to do. That's right. Or Brother Osborne, healing lays in Calvary, doesn't it? Brother Tommy Osborne here in the audience with us tonight who's been one of the most successful men on the field. I don't sit him standing here, you know it. He's been my beloved brother because he's kept the gospel clean and straight. Every one of us ought to appreciate that. And no fanaticism, nothing back behind it, just purely straight gospel. He said to me some time ago, I asked him if he's tired, he said, no. The only thing he does is go out and preach the gospel and lay it to the people so closely that Satan can't move, and they just reach up, accept their healing, get up and walk away. That's all of it. Now, that's, that's the way we should do. But even if we do doubt then of the gospel, God sends signs and wonders among the people for the gospel's sake. Now, in Africa, these are not my words. It's a quotation of Mr. Bosworth. He estimated around 20-something thousand people getting healed at one time in an African meeting. Just think of that. Twenty-something thousand people being healed at one prayer. It was come to the platform as a prayer line, and the Holy Spirit was there revealing. I couldn't even speak their language, and yet the interpreter had to say what the vision I was seeing. And other nations everywhere like that. It just calls the people out. I can see what's going on, but I can't speak their language. So then, and the interpreter stands there and interprets what's going on, what I'm, what's seeing. And it's just as perfect there as it is here. Well, what is it? It's Jesus Christ trying to get himself into the hearts of people. And then after the people had been brought to the platform and they'd seen the glory and the power of God, a woman standing in a place was come to the platform, a very healthy-looking woman, told her where she'd been, what had taken place, and the only thing that was the matter with her was a cyst on the ovary. And they said, she's get ready for death, or you're not going to live but a little bit. She went out and sat down with her husband, thinking, well, how could this be? And died right there. See, dropped over dead. See, see he, he, I can only say, now if I was a healer, I would have healed a woman. But I was just taking a message of what God said. See, God said her time has come, and that's just what happened. She went out and said, couldn't even believe it, but she was dead just in a few moments after that. Just perfectly normal, walked across with a little cyst on the ovary. Told her she'd been to a doctor and told her who the doctor was and what he looked like. 
And what he had told her, she said, that's the truth. And I said, you was with your husband? He's sat in the hall. That's right, exactly the truth. I said, prepare for death, for it's near you. See? For I've seen her funeral procession going out, and I knew that she was going to go. See, Now, there is sometimes on the platform that I do see people that he doesn't say nothing. You just sit turned dark. Well, I know that's death. But now, I never pronounce death unless I see something that's in the past that. Because if you don't, if you don't, if you do, prayer can change God's opinion about death. Did you know that? That's right. See, that's right. Hezekiah wept one time, didn't he, again, and asked the Lord after he'd set death for the prophet, and the prophet told him to get his house in order. But Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and wept bitterly. Then the prophet came back and told him God had heard his prayer. So he changed. Prayer changes things, doesn't it? That's right. Sure does. And we believe that so tonight. But now remember, growths and such as cancers and things, now many times you watch what the Spirit's saying. If you have any mistake or any confusion, pick it up on the recorders. You'll see just exactly what it says. And just what it says, that's just the way it'll be. See, no matter how long it takes, I've told you many times of the testimonies of the people of how sometimes it'll, the angel of God will pronounce that. In a case here, I, was, I don't know where I was telling you the other day or not, a woman had a stomach trouble, another with a growth on their neck. And the Spirit of the Lord told them that they were healed, told her to go home and eat. While the woman couldn't eat, she tried for six weeks nearly, and she'd just make her so sick, but she kept trying. And one morning while in breakfast, the dishes was being washed, she felt a cool something sweep over. She found out she could eat. She ran to her neighbor to tell her about it, and she found her neighbor just screaming and shouting the growth was on her neck had left. What was it? The angel of the Lord, six weeks later, passed through that neighborhood confirming the word of God with signs follows him. He has to do it. How many knows that Daniel prayed one time and the angel couldn't even get to him for 21 days? You remember that? See? We still serve the same God. The same angels are into existence. And we know now a lot of times, like on cancer, some of you don't get here maybe for the instructions. But a cancer, let's find out just for a few moments now what a cancer is. I see i got five minutes. I'll take this. Cancer is a... Well, it would be called everything of the natural. Now, that's how I studied God first, was from his trees and plants and so forth. And I, God willing, Sunday, I want to preach on God in his universe, God in his Son, God in his Word, God in his people, and he'll show you how close God is here to us. He's right around us all the time. He's with us, even in us, to the end of the world. And you can see him operating through his nature, through the solar system, through everything. Through He's just, he's just God in the universe, that's all. And now, um, let's take, for instance, a, a, a natural and a spiritual here. Just come on my mind. I look at the clock and see it's five minutes of time to start the prayer line. I'll try to get this if I can. Now, uh, cancer, that's the second greatest enemy the world has. Heart troubles first, then cancer and tubercular, according to the insurance companies. Now, the, the cancer would be called in the natural a scavenger or a buzzard, something eats dead things. A cancer usually comes from a bruise. A bruise, it strikes, and it, the cells break, and in other words, they backslide, and then in there sets up another life. For instance, you yourself. You were one time, you wasn't nothing or nowhere, but there never will be a time but what you'll be something or somewhere. Now, at first you was a little germ. The male sect produces the germ of life. The woman is just the incubator. Now, we're a mixed audience, but I want you to hear me. You listen to a doctor, so I'm your brother. See? Now, look. 
the pollen from the male to the female is a teeny little germ, so small the, the eye cannot see it. It has to be seen through glasses. And the first little thing looks like these are not tied in that little cell. And then it starts in the spine and the begins to develop cells in every seed after its kind, dog after dog, human after human, fowl after fowl, and so forth, according to this, uh, the male and female. Now, if you'll notice that little germ begins to swell and it forms, and that was you one time, begin to push out cells, push out cells, push out cells, until it becomes a nine months of age, born, then it becomes a, an adult woman or man, and here you are today, come from one little germ, just developing cells, cell on cell. Is that right? Well, now, for instance, a cancer. Now, a cancer comes from a bruise, and it's a, it's a, it's a growth, too. So is tumor, cataract, and all. We could spend hours on it of what it is. Now, those, let's say cancer. Now, first, it's a teeny little cell, and it begins to develop cells. It doesn't have any form. It just goes anyway, spreads out with legs, and some wraps around, and some's like uh, rose cancer, and, and red cancer, and black cancer, and sarcomas cancer, and different varieties of them, but they, they're, they're not any certain way, because they are spirit, and spirit has no form. You say a cancer spirit? Yes, sir. I can prove to you that that is a life and the devil. Now, as old-fashioned as it seems to be, but there's not a sickness in the world but what's caused by the devil. Sickness came from the devil. Sickness is a, is a direct or indirect results from sin. Maybe not your sin, but something you inherited. Before we had any sin, we had no sickness. After sin came, then sickness was the attributes of sin. Now, now watch this cancer. Now, I say it on my hand. Now, there's none there now. They could be someday. Well, and it, there it is then, if it's a growth comes on that hand, a cancer, wherever it may be, it's another life. It's developing a different cell, though it is a cell, but it started from a life. Just like you started first before that little germ, that's as far as we can tear your body down to that one single cell, and a little germ is a teeny little cell, but beyond that cell is a spirit, because it's got a life. Well, that life came from God for you, but where did this life of death come in your body, which is called cancer. Who brought that there? That's the devil. Now, Jesus called it a devil, and by being a minister, that's the terms I take. What the Bible says is right. Today we see a man that's deaf and dumb. They say, the doctors say, well, his uh, vocal cords is dead. His hearing uh, over his eardrums, the, the nerves died. What caused it, doctor? Well, I don't know. It just died. Some fever done it or something. Well, why did the nerves die all over? See, it just died there. Now, Jesus said that it was a deaf spirit. Is that right? That when the deaf and dumb spirit came out of a man, he could speak and hear. Now, it's just like a transparent band around my hand shutting the circulation off. All right? You notice these people come up on the platform here, it's deaf and dumb. Walk off speaking and hearing. See? Now, what happened? Now, a man comes here, he's deaf. You've seen it night after night. He can't hear. A woman, she's looking around. Now, in the ears... Now, if there's anything the doctor can move is pinching that nerve, very well. That's his duty. That's what God put him here to do. But perhaps he can't find nothing. Then it's an unseen force. just like a transparent band around my hand. Now, no matter how much salve you put on the end of this finger, it's got the circulation shut off, and it cannot get well until you move this band. 
Well, now that band, in the case I'm talking about of death, this is a spirit, an unseen person. And when that thing is cast away, of course, that gives nature a chance to operate. And then they begin to hear. That's it. Now, on a cancer, it begins to develop a body. It gets larger, larger. And it's got one alternative. Take your life. Now, all the natural is the spiritual, as I said. You believe that, do you? Here, let me show you something in the Scripture so you won't be tied up. I don't have time to teach. But look, for instance, when a baby's born in this world, a baby born to natural birth, what is the three elements that comes from the body? The first is water. Is that right? Blood. Is that right? Then life. Spirit. Is that true? Water, blood, and spirit. That makes a complete birth. When a man is born again of the Spirit of God, there were three elements that came from the body of Jesus Christ that we go through to be born again of the Spirit of God. Water, blood, and spirit. Is that right? Here's the side, water, and blood, and spirit. These three are one. That's the elements we come through. The justification, sanctification, baptism of the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. The three. Now, if you see all the natural, that's what constitutes the natural birth. That's what constitutes the spiritual birth. Now, we see it's all the natural is like spiritual. Now, the, the cancer come into this sore place or this bruised place, and he took a body, and he begins to suck on your blood. One purpose, take your life. The doctor can cut it out. If there's one speck of it left, it'll start right there growing again, see? Now, the thing happens in the way of, if the doctor could operate and take it out, that's very well. That's good. He'll take it out. Now, in the doctor's way of destroying my body or your body, if you was a cancer, would be just diminishing from the earth. That's all. But now, the way of divine healing, it isn't dealing with that body at all. It's dealing with that life that's in that body. If you was a cancer and I was uh, uh, healing the earth of you, being a cancer, I'd call your life out of you. Well, there lays your body. Well, your body's just as natural there as it would be if the life was in it. It's laying there and ever feature and everything. Now, many people don't understand divine healing, and that's the reason they never get their divine healing. See? Now, you realize, you take a person, you've watched them many times in the meeting, they'll come up here blind. Their blind spirits cast away. I've had many blind people read this Bible after being blind for years. Now, I've had some of them with cataracts would walk off this platform reading this Bible, rejoicing, and in three days' time, they'd be back just as blind as it was in the first place. Well, they've got to be. That's only the natural procedure. A woman come up here with a cancer and all at once something strikes her. She says, oh, I see it. The Holy Spirit reveals what's wrong with her, tells her what she's done, what she has to do to get rid of it and everything, then pronounces God's blessings upon her and away she goes. Oh, she's believing with all of her heart. She feels good. She goes home and she starts eating. And she says, I'm fine and dandy. In a few days, she begins to get sick. The doctor said, didn't I tell you to stay away from that bunch of fanatics? See? And it's the very best sign in the world a woman's healed. Now, when anything dies, how many hunters is in here? Let's see your hands. Hunters. All right, I got some brothers here. Uh, anyone that ever killed an animal or a butcher, or let an undertaker, anyone knows when a body dies and the life goes out of it, it shrinks. For instance, there's an undertaker here. They'll take the false eye or the false teeth out of a patient for a while because that body shrinks for about 72 hours. It shrinks. Then they put the teeth back in it and so forth afterwards. They have to get it embalmed and fixed up. But just let it lay there. It'll start shrinking. Or a little animal. Did you ever see it run over on the road out here? 
was a little body. You kill a deer, throw it on the scales that were asked, you kill it and weigh it, and tell the boys how much it weighed. Be careful in the morning. It's going to weigh several pounds lighter. How many know that to be the truth? It's shrinking. Sure. It's shrinking, going down. All right? Then just let that deer lay there a few days. Let the little dog lay on the road for a few days. The first thing you know, he begins, his body becomes contaminated, and he begins swelling up, and the cells begin to push out. Then the first thing you know, that little dog's heavier and bigger than he ever was. Is that right? So is any. A human body will just swell way up. Well, that's just exactly what a cancer does. That's what a cataract does. That's what a tumor does. Yeah, it's the life, the power of Jesus Christ through his death, vicarious suffering at Calvary. It takes the life out of it because God said, In my name they shall cast out devils. That's right. He couldn't be God and tell a lie. He has to be God and he has to be true. And he says, In my name they shall cast out devils. Who is the believers? Now, believers, here's what's the matter with you. You're afraid to take the initiative. You're afraid to stand and claim your God-given privilege. See? And the devil actually leaves. And when he goes out, then you feel better for a few days. And then after a while you say, I'm getting sick. About 72 hours, a real case. That's just a miracle. Just divine. Now, there's a difference between gifts of miracles and gifts of healing. Does anyone know that? There are two different gifts altogether. Now, healing, when, uh, the regular procedure, that person will get just real good for a few days. Then they get real sick. What's the matter? That big lump of cancer in there is dead tissue. No life in it. It'll begin swelling. Swelling. And oh, you get sick. Why? Your heart beats your blood through, purifying your body. Every time it beats, it goes through. You'll have fever. Just get an abscess on a tooth and it'll cause a fever. Any kind of an infection will cause a fever. Well, what about a lump of, of dead flesh laying in your body? Well, you'll almost go through death. That's the time to stand and give God praise. That's right. Yes, sir. Don't wave in your faith. There's exactly the truth that you're healed. See? Now, when that, uh, well, if we'd kept the cancers that had passed from the people one year, I believe, well, if we had so many jugs and bottles, we couldn't even put them on a platform to show the people where they passed out. Doctor's name's written on them. That's right. As the growth had passed, it'll die, turn loose, the adhesions and things just stick it there, it'll pass from you. If you can, if you can't, then you're going to get sick because it'll lay right there in plain words where the simplest child would understand. And the only way I know to put it, it'll rot. And it's laying right in there, rotting and in your body. And when it does, your heart stream, your heart bloodstream is being purified by your heart, and it picks up that and causes sickness and headaches and, oh, you can't stand up hard. And then the person immediately, the patient, weak in faith, will say, I lost my healing. Well, God's not that kind of a father. You can't lose your healing. Jesus purchased it. It's yours. When Jesus prayed for Peter, he said, I pray that your faith fail not. Not his morals, because they did. But that your faith fail not. See? Now, now the, when you go... Now, let me show you what takes place. Excuse me for saying, let me show you. I didn't mean that. I don't mean that. I could show you nothing. But I'll tell you, to the best of my knowledge, what I see in the realm of it. That when that cancer goes out, when he's cast out, and you see the very evidence of everything of the, of the Son of God in, his, in the meeting of his people working and showing his signs and wonders, and that demon is pronounced gone, you feel it's gone, and then in two or three days, if you start doubting again, the very faith that's taken it out, unbelief will bring it back again. And the Bible said when the unclean spirit's gone out of a man, 
walks in dry places. And when he returns, he brings seven other devils worse than he was. Is that right? And the last estate of this man seven times worse. You're going to die then. You remember what I tell you every night? Go ye and what no more? And what is sin? Unbelief is right. See? Go ye and disbelieve no more, or a worse thing will come upon you. You understand? The 23rd verse of the 3rd chapter of St. John. You sent it to John, and he bare witness of the truth. But I received not the testimony from man, but these things that I say that you might be saved. He was a burning and shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have a greater witness than that of John, for the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. And anyone who knows the Scripture knows that the works, as far as redemption, was completed at Calvary at Jesus Christ, but he commissioned his disciples to take the message to all the world. Is that right? So the very works the Father gave the Son to do is to be manifested again in the church throughout all the church age. God, help us to believe while we bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that thou hast not left us in darkness. Oh, if the world, in all their tangling of the scriptures, their theology, if that's all we had to rely upon tonight, it would be miserable. But I'm so glad, in the depths of my heart, that you said, I'll not leave you comfortless. I'll come again, and I'll be with you, even in you, to the end of the age. Oh, God, to those who have received the Holy Spirit, in their heart, they know you. They know you by witness of your power. They are then sons and daughters of God. They believe all things are possible. And I pray tonight, Father, that you'll make every person in this building that kind of a believer. May we just brush aside all the teachings and theologies and come straight to you fundamentally upon your word and believing that your promise, not try to explain it away, just take it the way you said it. Grant it, Lord. And now help thou me, O God. I pray that the Holy Ghost of Heaven will come to the platform and will manifest and reproduce the life of Jesus Christ in this church tonight among the ministers and believers of the flock that Jesus died for. May the shepherd come and lead us beside still waters, for we ask it in his name and for his glory. Amen. Sorry, I was just a little long on that. You forgive me. It's a little cool tonight, so you won't notice it. I trust you won't. Now to pray for the sick. Billy, what was that number of them cards you seized? You told me when we come in down there, but I forgot about it. All right. Seize to a hundred. Let's, who has prayer card 51? Let's see. See 51. Look at your card. Prayer card C-51. All right. Is it in the building? Stand up, everyone who has prayer card C-51, if they have it. Is it you, sister? Who has prayer card C-52? Stand up. 53? 
54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60. Get the first 10. Just quickly as you can, if you will, would you play a vibe with me, my brothers and sisters, if you would. All right, ushers, if you'll help them now. Now, I want you to watch as I call somebody sitting next to you. Look at their prayer card. If they may be deaf, and look at someone maybe who can't get up, is sitting down and can't get up. If that person is, just wave your hand or, or something. We'll have the ushers to pack you up. And remember, as you come, I cannot heal you. I can pray for you. All right. All right. All right. Looks about 10 there. All right. 50 to 60, now 60 to 70. C, 60 to 70. C, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, on to 70. You stand now. All right, 70 to 80. C, 70 to 80. You stand. Eighty to ninety. C eighty to ninety. C eighty to ninety, all right. Ninety to one hundred. C ninety one or C ninety to one hundred stand. The amazing grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is marvelous, isn't it? While they're lining them up down there, I wonder if we could just bow our heads silently, pray, the Lord Jesus help us and make us to be what we are supposed to be. Reverently now, let's approach the Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to pray for these handkerchiefs. Dear Heavenly Father, we bring to you tonight handkerchiefs for the sick and the needy. And dear God, we know that thou dost know all the need of these people. And now as you're looking down to us, looking to see how much faith that you could find, we hear Jesus say when he returns, would he find faith? He didn't question whether he'd find churches or righteousness or teachers, but he said, would I find faith? Oh, God, such a valuable thing. Now, many are sending in these handkerchiefs, Father, and thou knowest their condition. That poor old dad sitting out there in that little place tonight, the building blind, sitting there by the side of the bed, mother laying on the bed crippled. 
What a condition. And here's the girl spending her loved one this handkerchief. That little baby out there with the water head. Oh, God, you see them all, I'm sure. Hallelujah. Now, I pray for each one. Yes. Now, we know that thou did call Israel out of Egypt, your son. Yes. And he journeyed from Egypt all the way to Palestine, led by the angel of the Lord. Strange how he got caught up there right away by the Red Sea. But one of the writers said that God looked down through the pillar of fire with angry eyes. And that sea got scared and just rolled up. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. You're still God. That sea rolled back because your path led through there. God, the streak of blood leads through every sick room tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now as we come to thee, God, I place my hands upon these handkerchiefs and ask that the angel of God look down through that pillar of fire again tonight. And may ever sickness get scared when these handkerchiefs are laid upon them. May it move back and let the believer pass over to the promised land, the promise of good health. As I said in the word, I wish above all things that you would prosper in health. Grant it, Lord. In Jesus' name. This comes from St. Paul. We know we're not St. Paul, but they took handkerchiefs off of his body and he was sick. But you're still Jesus. Yes, Lord. And you were the one who did it then, and God have yes. mercy on us. Amen. And I pray that you'll heal every one of them. Amen. For I ask this blessing in Jesus Christ's name and for his glory. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Baxter. All right, Brother Matson, you. <clears throat> I want you to wall up now in faith and believe with all your heart. How many is going to believe with all your heart? God bless you. I, my sincere prayer is God be with you all. Help you. Make believers out of everyone. Before we even start the prayer line, I see the Holy Spirit of an angel hanging out right here over this audience. Before we even have a prayer line started, you believe with all your heart? If the Holy Spirit reach into that audience and show the audience a sign from heaven, would you believe it with all your heart? There's a lady sitting right there, someone who has a little girl that's got heart trouble. She's very seriously, she can't even get out of bed. Isn't that right, sister? Stand up to your feet. She's about... Twelve years old, I believe. Is that about right? 
You don't have a prayer card, do you, sister? No, you don't have a prayer card. You won't be called in the line, then, so just stand where you are. The child's fading right before you there. Almighty God, be merciful. I'm thinking of Jarius, his little daughter, about 12, the only child he had. And this woman doubtless has come tonight to seek mercy, and her heart bleeding back to that child laying under. God grant that that little thing will be healed. May the angel that came into the prison and released Peter, that great shining light, when he was praying down at John Mark's house, may he go into that home tonight and release that little girl from that heart trouble. Send her on her road. I pray this blessing to her in Jesus Christ's name while her mother weepingly asked for the God's glory. Amen. God bless you, sister. As soon as you get to the child, you take your left hand, lay it over on her heart, raise your right hand to God, and thank him for what he did for your child at Calvary. Amen. Have faith in God. All right. Lady, would you come just a little closer, if you will? You believe with all your heart? You do. You believe that the scripture testimony of Jesus Christ is the truth? You do. Of course, I see you have a lump on your nose there, a place on your nose. Anyone could see that. And know that you'd like for that to be taken away. God can do that. But one of the main things that you're concerned about tonight is you're very nervous, upset, and you have arthritis also. Isn't that right? And you've, you've had an operation, and that operation was a rectal operation for a tumor. You've never been well since. Is that right? You want to be well then? I say, do you want to be well now? Raise up your hand and accept Jesus Christ as your healer. Do you do it? Then go in Jesus Christ's name and be made well. Amen. I believe God. Yes. Let's say thanks be to God. Sister, do you believe with all your heart? You want you don't never want to go blind. Your eyes are going bad all the time. It's a, it's getting a kind of flattening of the eyeball, and it's about to take your eyes out. You want to be made well, don't you? Come here just a moment. God, who made sight and eyes, can give you your sight. Lord, heal the woman. I pray that this condition will leave her in the name of Thy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Go now, accept it, do you, sister? Go, go, saying thank you, dear Lord, for healing you. All right, come, lady. You realize and know that unless God helps you now, you're not going to be here long. you got a cancer. Is that true? But when you come up that step, something begins to speak to you. Isn't that right? And believe me, it'll be over. God bless you. Go and may God's peace be with you. My dear sister, with number one enemy of this life, heart trouble.
But God can make you well of that. Do you believe it? Will you accept it now? You do? Just a minute, lady. What was your trouble? What trouble would you have? Can't hold that. What yours is heart trouble, was it? Heart trouble. You have heart trouble too. You believe that God will make you well? You do? Stand up on your feet. Now both of you can be healed. Go home. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you understand demons scream to one another, they're trying to have help one from another. God is the only one. God bless you, sister. That's being humble before God. You got female trouble, haven't you, sister? If I told you Jesus Christ healed you 1,900 years ago, would you accept it? Thank God. But in the name of the Lord Jesus, you believe that he'll heal you of this cancer and take it off of you? Lord Jesus, may you grant it. In Jesus Christ's name, may the man go and be healed. Amen. God bless you. Go, don't doubt nothing. I want you to show us that place in a couple of days. All right. How do you do, sir? You want know, to get over your condition? Yeah. Your arthritis be made well and go home? Yeah. Well, I don't matter how long you've had it, if you believe right now that Jesus Christ make you sit perfectly whole, set you free, will you, will you accept it? Yeah. Raise up your hands like this. Say, I believe. Slap your hands together like this. Say, Lord, I believe. Put your feet up and down like this. Say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Now go ahead. You're free. God bless you. Go and be made well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, you, you. Yeah. You hear me now, of course. Yes. See? Your deafness and everything you had, prostate yes. trouble, which is making you making you nervous, too. Yes. All of that lets you. He don't heal you just of one thing. He heals you of all, brother. Even yes. your stigmatism and all. See, yes. you've been deaf in this ear for years. For 45, 50 years. Yes, sir. Now, you hear me, well, don't you? Yes. Say amen. Amen. You're not deaf no more, brother. When he, he heals you completely. <laughs> all right, come sister. You want to get well at You want to be made well, too. Lord Jesus, I pray that you'll heal her and may she go off the platform rejoicing in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. Pull the cotton out and go ahead. Now you're all right. All right, say. Okay. Come, brother. You believe with all your heart? Lord, heal the man. I pray that your spirit will be on him now and he'll go away from here rejoicing, happy, and well. In Jesus' name, amen. Now go thanking God. It's gone from you. Will not return. Let's say praise be to the Lord Jesus. Believe this? Amen. Are you having faith? Do you know the woman sitting next to you? Do you know this lady over here? This here. Kind of shocked her a while ago when she seen you getting healed sat next. Now look, you have a blockage in the veins, you see, and God will make you well. Do you believe this lady? Will you believe it? She, it it's, you're healed. God bless you, sister. That's all you have to do is have faith and believe in God, and God will make you both well. Do you believe that? Believe you both together or healed right now? God bless you. Then you receive it. Amen. Amen. All right, sister.
What do you think about this all? Do you believe it to be of God? You? You? And do you believe he is your Savior? And you believe that he's coming someday to receive you? You believe it. And you believe until that time that he's made a provision for you to live happy? He has. My, very nervous having you then. You've had a weak spells. You can hardly stay up very long at a time. Isn't that the truth? That's all caused from an operation you've had. You've had one of your lungs removed. Is that right? You believe God is your strength now? Then go praise him with all your heart and you don't have to go back to bed. Let's say praise be to God. Oh, how he would heal... Come, sir. How he would heal every person here if you just believe at this moment. They should never have no one else to pass through the line. Every person could be made well. Sir, are you and our strangers? We don't know each other. Only God knows both of us. That's I don't know you, you don't know me. But you realize that we're standing in his presence. You got stomach trouble, sir. An ulcerated stomach, and you're a preacher. Is that right? Go preach divine healing from this on. Eat what you want to, and God bless you. Do you believe, sister? You've been nervous for years. But Jesus Christ, who stilled the waters on the sea that night, stills your nerves. God bless you. Now go believe that with all your heart. God bless you. Come, lady. Do you believe with all your heart, soul, and body? Yes? You're very conscious that something's happened to you. Now, if you believe that, just like you are now, your heart trouble will be gone from you the rest of your life. It is now. If you keep believing the way you are now, it will remain gone the rest of your life. God bless you. Let's say thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. How do you do? Do you believe with all your heart? you believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is here who could perceive the thoughts of the people like he did in that day? Who could break your life to pieces and show right here just exactly what's wrong with you and so forth? Just like he told a woman at the well about her husband. But it's not a husband condition to you. What it is, it's your back. You're healed. Go on. God bless you. Let's say thanks be to God. Let's have faith in God. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ never loses. He can't lose. If you'll understand, Christians, that Jesus here on earth did not claim to be any healer. He only claimed to do what the Father showed him to do. He said the Son can do nothing in himself but what he sees the Father doing. There was people healed, of course, that he didn't even see anything about them. A woman touched the hem of his garment. He said, Thy faith has saved thee. One day two blind men, I'm only resting now just for a moment. The two blind men came through the streets and crying for mercy. And he never paid them any attention because the Father hadn't showed him nothing. And they went on into the house. And they brought the blind man to them, and they cried for mercy. And he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Is that right? The woman, the Seraphim woman said, As thou hast believed, so be it unto thee. 
But now when the Father showed him anything, he pronounced it. Look at him going through how many believes he was loving and full of compassion and loved the people. Didn't look like very much of a display of that when he passed through the pool of Bethesda where great multitudes of important folks laid there, lame, halt, blind, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. And Jesus come right by every one of them and never touched a one. <laughs> full of love, full of compassion. He was more than that. He was God. He was God invested. God was in Christ, reconciled the world to himself. you believe that? And he, was, he moved right through there, the great Emmanuel, right through all those crippled and afflicted people and never touched one of them. But he knew where there was a man laying on a pallet that had had an infirmity 38 years. Is that right? Yes. Could you imagine passing a little waterhead baby, a poor old father, draw with arthritis, a blind mother with a bunch of children at home, and passing right by her? And he healed that man on a pallet. He wasn't going to die with that disease. He'd had it 38 years. But the father had showed him where that one was. And he healed that one, passed the rest of them by, and went on about his business. The Jews questioned him. The 19th verse of the same chapter, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing in himself but what he sees the father doing. Whatever things the father doeth, he showeth the son, and he doeth the son also. The father worketh, and I worketh neither two. See what I mean? Now, if he is risen from the dead, he said, The things that I do shall you also. Right. Is that right? right? Now, he could perceive their thoughts, catch what they're thinking, so forth like that. Well, now, if he's risen from the dead and living in his church, not just in here, I'm just one of his members. You're his church. We're all together, one unit of believers. You say, Well, Brother Branham, I'm a Methodist, so. But, but I've been born again. I got the Holy Ghost. You're a believer. You're one of them. Say, I'm a Presbyterian, Baptist, or what? That doesn't matter. As long as you've got the Holy Spirit, brother or sister, you're my brother and sister. You're God's son and daughter. See? And the Spirit can move through us. Now, these things by our teachers has just cheated us from them. We ought to have been way up the road. How can we ever go in rapture? Do you believe the church will be raptured someday? We which are alive and remain shall not prevent them which are asleep. The trumpet of God shall sound the dead, and Christ shall rise first. How are we going to have rapture in faith when we haven't got healing faith? Hear me. There's coming an hour that when the church of Jesus Christ shall rise in her beauty, signs and wonders will fall from everywhere, and I believe that hour is at hand. Amen. Amen. How do you do, ladies? I'm a stranger to you, lady. You're a stranger to me. I know nothing of you. God knows you. But here's the perfect case again of our master talking to a, to a Samaritan woman. It was a woman of a, another race. The Samaritans was a different race than the Jews. Just like we are two races. I be a white man, you're a colored lady. Now, Jesus, when he talked to her, uh, why, why do you say, Brother Brown, why do you talk to people so much? What makes you do that? Well, more I talk to people, more he reveals. Now, if God has risen from the dead and living in his church and promised the things that he did, would we do also? You see what I'm getting at the congregation? I want them to see that this is not some nonsense. This is absolutely in the Bible, thus saith the Lord. 
It hasn't been preached. They should have known Jesus when he came, but they called him Beelzebub, a great fortune teller, and turned it away. But he wasn't no fortune teller. He was God. And today, the people who believe in the miracle working power of God are considered fanatics. But he said if they call the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call his disciples? As soon as Jesus talked to the woman and caught in the channel where her spirit was, he knew what was wrong with her. She was living in adultery. And he told her so. She had five husbands. Well, now, if Jesus has risen from the dead and living among us tonight, uh, he may not. But he can. In the same miracle, repeat again right here. Is that right? You believe that? But your trouble, and Jesus Christ is here. Your trouble is female trouble. You've had it for some time. It was caused from childbirth. Isn't that right? Birth of a child. You have a boy, a little boy, about three years old, a little tot. I see him running around. Isn't that right? And here's another thing that's bad with you. You have times of hemorrhages, bleeding. It goes for two or three months at a time. Isn't that right? Do you believe that woman touched the hem of his garment, was made whole? You believe your faith is touching him now? God bless you, then go. The hemorrhage stops. Without saying a word to you, lady, visions are hard on this. You understand that. Do you believe that he'll heal you by his name? Father, in the name of thy son, Jesus, heal the woman. I pray in Jesus' name that you'll grant. I go thanking God, saying, thank you, dear God, and make well. Having faith. All right, sister, if I wouldn't say one word to you, you still believe that you'd... You're very sick, old lady. You've got a cancer, and it'll, there's nothing to be done outside of God. You, believe, you now believe, you now accept upon the death of Jesus Christ and his stripes at Calvary, you believe he heals you right now? Then in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke that devil of cancer. May it leave you. Almighty God, you said they'll lay hands on sick. They shall recover. Granted to this woman in the name of thy son, Jesus. Go, sister, rejoicing. Renounce the cancer. Have no more to do with it. Just believe God with all your heart. You want to get the same thing for the same purpose. Go right on. God bless you. Let's say praise be to God. Amen. Amen. Now be faithful. Have faith in God. I reverend. It's as reverent as you can be, for the Spirit of God is very timid. Everyone knows that. Sometimes if you're moving around, it interrupts you. See, you can, you're conscious. Every one of you in a, in a unit of yourself is a supernatural being. That's right. Do you know that? You say, Brother Branham, that's psychology. It is not. If it is, Jesus Christ used it. Yeah. Well, he took the people out of the multitudes, took, led a man out of the city to get to give him his sight again. Is that right? Yeah. And when he went up to Jairus' house to raise the daughter of his, his little girl that was sick and died... They all begin to lament and go on, and he said, She's not dead, she's sleeping. While they laughed into scorn, made fun of him. You know what he done? Put them everyone out of the house. Right. Is that right? Right. And then he raised the girl. 
Is that true? Yes. When Peter come down, when they come from Joppa down and sent Peter down to pray for Darkus, how many knows the story? All the widows were standing around crying and lamenting because they'd lost Darkus. You know what Peter done? All that unbelief? He just put them everyone out of the house, knelt down and prayed. Is that right? Right. Went and brought Darkus up. Look at the Shunammite woman when her baby had died and she got on this mule and rode to see Elijah. And Elijah, I think there's where Paul got putting handkerchiefs on the sick. Elijah had the staff in his hand. He knew that everything he touched was blessed. He knew that if he could get the woman to believe it. And he told Gehazi, said, you take my staff and go and don't you talk to anybody but lay that staff on the baby. But the woman's faith wasn't in the staff, it was in the prophet. She said, I'm not leaving you. <laughs> As though your soul lives and never dies, said, I'm not leaving you. So Elijah just girded up his own loins, got his big old piece of uh, leather and girded around him, and away he went. When he got to the house, there the yard was full, screaming and crying, but the woman took the baby and laid him on the prophet's bed. Very good place to lay him. <laughs> right. In the little chamber where she'd done him a favor, in other words, she'd give him an offering and put it out there, and, and a place where a little candlestick and a bench and a bed and so forth, and she laid the baby in the prophet's chamber. And then Elijah, when he walked in, he walked up and down across the floor. Never took any of them with him. He went by himself. He prayed and prayed and then went and laid his face upon the baby's face. The baby sneezed seven times and come to life. Not right? Sure. Not psychology, friends, but the power of God alone. Jesus said, when thou prayest, be not like the hypocrites. Stand and make great big lovely prayers. It's taught. He said, go into a closet, close the door and pray to your father who seeth in secret. It's always that way. Have faith in God. All right, Brent. Excuse me, sister. I don't want you to think. Uh, sometimes visions get me. You, you. That's all right. Are <laughs> you understand? Now, for instance, yourself. If I wouldn't say one word to you, I, I believe you'd believe anyhow. Yes, sir. You'd believe anyhow. All right. Then your eyes would get well, wouldn't? That's what one of your troubles is. Next thing is your stomach. And there's something wrong with your feet. Isn't that right? Say, aren't you a teacher or some kind of a student of philosophy? Is that right? Go practice on Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and tell him that you believe him with all your heart and you'll get well. God bless you. Let's say praise be to God. Listen. Oh, don't worry. Don't just cry out. Jesus said if they hold their peace, the rocks will immediately cry out. Go believing, sister. God bless you and make you well in Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe with all your heart. Amen. Believest thou this? Amen. How do you do, sister? You're not nervous no more. You was healed sitting down there in a chair. Go ahead. God bless you. Give God praise. Come now believing. All right, come, sir. You can eat if you want to. You want to? Well, the officer's gone, then. Go ahead. God bless you. Get, they will. All right. You wouldn't have to limp around and try to get out of the bed the way you did the other morning there and almost fall. Arthritis has left you if you believe. Do you believe? Well, go rejoice and send thanks be to God. Amen. You believe with all your heart? Hallelujah. Irreverent. Now remember, friends, when evil spirits are leaving these people and they're loose in the building, if you come up in a few days showing some kind of a sickness, remember, it's not my fault. 
For you're supposed to do as I tell you here. Every spirit in the building is subject right now. And demons, as soon as they come out, they'll find some place to go. Remember, they wanted to go in some hogs one time. Is that right? So be reverent. Now, if I didn't know what I was speaking of, you'd take my word. See, those feelings I feel, Mrs. Still, pressions moving in the building like that, and all at once your clothes are gone. <laughs> Where they went, I don't know. If you're an unbeliever and disobedient, you're very much receptacle to them. That's right. So just remember, that's true. How do you do, lady? You're the patient, are you? You come, you believe with all your heart. You believe me to be God's servant. You come for your boy. Your boy is a mental case. Is that right? You're kind of disturbed about your belief in Christ. Is that right? So is that. Is that right? Go receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, lady, and then lay your hands on the boy. And God bless you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may you receive Amen. Come, sir. You want to go with that anemia condition? We'll just go say, praise the Lord, and accept it and be healed. Let's say, praise the Lord, everyone. Come on. You believe with all your heart, lady? Believe you're going to get well? Yeah. I thought you were crippled first, but you're just so nervous. That's what it is. You've been no, that way long. Go rejoice and say, praise the Lord with all your heart, and you'll get well. Go believe it now. Don't doubt anything at all. Just throw up your hands and believe it. You believe, sir? Yes, I do. You want to go with the arthritis, too? Just go praise rejoice. And God bless you. Amen. And praise the Lord. All right. Let's say thanks be to God. Oh, how we love the Lord Jesus. You believe her, lady? Yes, sir. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, my. You have arthritis? That's right. That's right. You have, a, have kidney trouble? That's right. And you've also got a tumor on your right shoulder. Go. And may the Lord Jesus make you well. Let's say praise the Lord. Come, lady, believing with all your heart. You believe that kidney trouble left you sitting there? You're about to go ahead, then. God bless you. You can receive it. Let's say thanks be to God. Everybody in here could be healed if they wanted to. Come, lady. Demons that cry and move. There's a stomach trouble, isn't it, lady? You, you want to get healed. Sir, you sitting out there, you're thinking about your, your wife that's not here. But you want her to be healed of that tumor in the stomach, don't you? If you do with all your heart, believe with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. Do you believe it that way, everybody? You can be made well. God bless you now. Go eat what you want to. Amen. Let's say thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. You won't go blind if you believe Jesus Christ. You do? Go believe him, man. God bless you. Be made well. You want to be healed, sister? Say, I accept Jesus as my healer. I go tell him that to stand everybody say, I'm healed. Thank the God for healing me. And you'll get well. Come, lady. You believe with all your heart? You have heart trouble. <laughs> you have arthritis. You believe it's left you? Yes. God, God, amen. That's the way to do it. Amen. Come. Now, just a moment. Bow your heads everywhere. Just a minute. Thou deaf spirit, I adjure thee by Jesus, the Son of God, come out of the woman. 
You hear me? Glory. You hear me now? You're healed. Your dead spirit has left you. Go. Amen. You don't get over diabetes? Just rejoice and go off the platform saying, Thank you, Lord Jesus, and get over it. You believe with all your heart, everybody? Have faith in God. Amen. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. Go ahead, you. you. God bless you. Here's another death spirit. Bow your head. Oh, thou demon of deafness, leave the woman I adjure thee by Jesus, the Son of God. Come out of her. You hear me? You hear me now? Yes, I can hear close through, but my mind about 10 feet away from the telephone. You hear me now? Let's hear you say amen. Amen. Say, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Amen. Now you're healed, going off the platform and rejoicing. Praise God. All right, lady, you was praying the other day in your room, kneeling by the side of a little bed, chair set over on the right-hand side. You said to the Lord, if I can get in Brother Bram's prayer line, I'll be healed of this nervousness. Is that right? You are. Go. The Lord bless you. Let's say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Stay pretty close. All right. You believe with your back trouble? God's going to make you well? Go on. God bless you. Amen. Come. Bow your head. Yes, person. Death in both ears. Lord, be merciful. Heal the woman in Jesus' name. I ask for this spirit to come out of her. Now, go on rejoicing. You're healed and well. You hear in both ears. Now you're all right. Go on and be happy. Let's say praise the Lord. Come. Colored lady sitting right over there at that heart trouble, you want to be healed? Sitting there with your hands up like this? You want to get over that heart trouble? All right, stand up on your feet. Jesus Christ makes you whole. Both of you. That other lady had heart trouble sitting right behind her brown coat on, just wiping her eyes. You were both healed at the same time. So were you, brother. Going to the platform, rejoicing. Thanks, God. You also had heart trouble. The whole demon left at one time. Let's say praise the Lord. All right, lady, your kidney trouble has gone from you. Go on your road rejoicing. Hallelujah. Every demon in the building has to bow in the presence of Jesus Christ. You believe that? Amen. Have faith. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is here to take over every, everything you have need of. And he promised to supply your need from your from your birth to your end of your life. You've got faith enough to believe. You just have faith in him right now and ask him and you shall receive. All right, bring it. Are you the lady? You believe with all your heart? You believe me to be God's servant. You have some kind of headaches that bothers you. And that's caused from a stomach trouble. And you're nervous. What causes the whole thing? Causes ulcerated stomach. Is that right? Say You're a missionary, and you come from India. Is that right? 
And you, you're somewhere you jumped back Canada connected into it. I've seen the Canadian. Is that right? All right, you're healed. Go on back to India, wherever you are. And praise the Lord. Let, let's accept Jesus Christ. Everybody want to accept him right now as your healer? If you do, stand up to your feet. For thus saith the Lord. Any man that will stand and believe in him tonight as the Son of God is the healer shall be healed. Almighty God, author of life, I ask that every demon power will be broken in this building tonight and sick people will be set at liberty. In the name of Jesus Christ, may it be so. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.